Well, good morning, everybody. This is Nicole Greer, the Vibrant Coach from www.vibrantcoaching.com. I am standing in the bonus room of my home. What a bonus. And I'm out looking over the lake, and the sun is coming up. And I know it's really chilly out there if you're a North Carolinian like me. Kind of weird for us to have, you know, below freezing temperatures, but sun is coming up and it is a new day. So I'm starting to feel the love already. So here we are in the month of February. And so I always, you know, associate this whole month with the idea of love and Valentine's Day and this idea that uh, love is a wonderful, wonderful core value that most of us hold very, very near and dear. So what do we do with this idea of love? Well, the first thing I thought of when I thought, okay, I'm going to talk about love the whole month on Blog Talk, is I thought, you know, I need to dig out this old book that I have that is written by one of our very own North Carolinians, uh, Gary Chapman. And he is actually from Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and he wrote this book a while back called The Five Love Languages. And since then, he has published you know, the five love love languages for the military, five love languages for children. So he's just got lots of resources, and it's based on this one concept that there are five love languages. So I'm going to take that idea, and I'm going to roll it into my Shine coaching methodology. So most of you who listen to this Blog Talk radio show know that, you know, I've got a little formula for you that you can use to kind of turn the mirror inward and do some self-coaching. And, of course, when I do coaching one-on-one with clients, I continuously run through the shine coaching methodology. Now, here's, here's what I believe, is that inside every human, there is this light that needs to be released. And, you know, dare I say it, but you could actually call that light, you know, this love you need to share with the world. So you go through the Shine Coaching methodology, and the first part of it is self-assessment. And that's where this five love languages fits in, is we kind of want to take a look at, okay, you know, what are the different things about me and what do I need to understand about myself so that I can set myself up in the world to have the most vibrant life. So, of course, I always talk about personality, and I talk about character, and I talk about human traits. And this time, we're going to talk about your love language. So the love languages are how people can, you know, quote, unquote, show me some love or show you some love. Self-assessment is the first step in determining your life's purpose and mission, and it will help you understand, you know, how to get to your vision. You know, and you can't live out your highest and your best life if you are not getting your love tank filled. So it's really important to share with the people around you, hey, this is my love language. Uh, I'm on a mission here. I've got this big vision for my life, and I need you to love me in a specific way because it fills my love tank. When my love tank is full, then I am able to go out in the world and shed light on it and bring my highest gifts to everyone. So your love language is a key to understanding how you feel appreciated, motivated, and assured. So here's the thing. I work out in the world all the time with individuals on their personal lives. And then, of course, I I work corporately. I work with a lot of government. And, you know, people out there are leading other people. And they say to me, "Uh, Nicole, how do I motivate people? Well, don't miss this. This is an actual way to figure out how to motivate people because you can take these five love languages to work with you. So this is for personal and it's for professional. So don't miss that. 
So this book was written in 1992 by Gary, and this classic illustrates beautifully how each of us has a desire to be loved. So here's the thing. Let me go over this again with you. Cole Greer believes that we put a thought in our mind and we get an idea or a dream about how something could serve us. And then after a while, it drops down into our heart. It becomes a desire. And then once that idea drops from the heart, it goes into the belly or the soul space. And we decide that this is our destiny. So the thing about love languages is that it helps you move in the world from a place, a heart space, you know, from a love space. And so it's so imperative that people know our love language so that we're, you know, out of our head just instead of dreaming, we're really after something because our love tank is full. And the same for other people. So if I love my daughter and my son and my husband in their love language, they're going to be filled up and then they're going to be more accessible to their heart space where, you know, passion lives so people can move forward in the world. All right, so understanding this concept is essential for self-esteem because here's the thing, self-esteem, self-assessment, go together like peanut butter and jelly. If I don't love who I am or feel loved, I have a hard time raising up confidence to move in the world. That's just the bottom line. So when you look around at people who just aren't moving in the world, like you think, oh, my gosh, they have so much potential, but they're not moving in the world in a powerful way, it's probably because they don't have a lot of self-esteem and their love tank is empty. So we're going to, you know, today make a declaration that we're going to be bold and courageous and loving others. Um, There's actually a profile that is available on Gary Chapman's website. I'm going to post it uh, on all my social media today so that you can have access to that profile. And you'll be able to print it off and do one with your significant other and also for your children. He's got two on his website. And ultimately our goal will be to carry out, you know, acting purposefully around people's love languages, telling people what we need so that we can practice not only the golden rule but the platinum rule, which is do unto others as they would want to be done unto. So I don't know if you've ever heard that one before, but, you know, we know the golden one, which is do unto others, uh, but this one is do unto others as they would like to be done unto. So I'll just say that again. Okay, so what are the five love languages? The five love languages are words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and um, hang on one second, and physical touch. Okay, so I'll repeat those. Words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. So there might be, right away, one of those that just totally resonates with you. But let's kind of talk a little bit about what they are. So in the five love languages, the first one, words of affirmation, you know, really, you know, edifies that old statement, that old adage that says actions um, speak uh, louder than words, well, that's not necessarily true because in this case, this person is saying, just talk to me. So uh, when we get to the idea of acts of service, that's when acts speak louder than words, all right? So for this one, um, the reality is, is that these people want unsolicited compliments and they love hearing just, you know, that three-word sentence that makes your heart sing, I love you. Um, those are very important, and, you know, they they want to know that their actions they are doing in the world are celebrated. So I always say, you know, I want to live in a, in a world where I want to be celebrated, not tolerated. 
you know, like your existence is like a good thing for other people. So the folks that love words of affirmation truly, truly um, want you to speak, you know, dare I say it, prophetically over their life. So if you think about the people in your life and those that, you know, you you take the assessment that I'm going to post on social media and you find out you have somebody in your life who has words of affirmation, here's your here's your to-do list, here's your habit, okay, so that's the H in shine. So we have self-assessment, habit, integrity, next right steps, and energy. And you got to bring all of that process when you love people. you got to self-assess yourself and others, put some habits in place, you'll find yourself more in integrity around your relationships. Uh, the next right steps are, you know, don't stop doing this, you know, create the habit and then bring your physical, emotional, spiritual, and intellectual and social energy to this process. All right, so the next love language is quality time. And quality time is all about if you spend time with me and you pay attention to me, then I know you love me. So that just makes amazing sense, okay, right? So if somebody says, you know, I just want to sit with you, so to that I think is my daughter. I've given her this assessment, and, of course, with AP history and honors math, she just hasn't got that done yet this week. But anyway, she is going to get that done. But, you know, my daughter all the time says to me, Mommy, just come sit with me. Just come be with me. And so, you know, sometimes you just need to put people on your schedule. So, Quality time is absolutely huge. So schedule some time with someone you love this week. And when you schedule that time, it doesn't mean you have to sit there and just, you know, stare into their face and, you know, hold their hand and that kind of thing, although all that would be really, really nice. You know, a lot of times they just want to, like, go see a movie with you or share one of their hobbies with you or take a walk with you. So a lot of different things you can do with quality time. Now, the third one is receiving gifts. And receiving gifts is not, you know, this idea that materialism is really important. Uh, rather, the receiver of the gift thrives on the thoughtfulness or the effort behind the gift. So, it, you know, it can be homemade gift. It can be a small, small thing, but it's just this idea that you had a thought, I should show this person I love them, and then, boom, this, you know, item, this gift materializes right there in front of them, and then it can stay in their space, right? So have you ever been to somebody's office and they've got every card and every little trinket that their child or their husband has ever sent them and they're lined up on the bookshelves and everything in their office? Uh, This is somebody who, you know, loves receiving gifts. So just imagine in the professional world, if you could award people with a physical gift, you know, a brochure, plaque that goes on the wall, you know, some kind of congratulations that, you know, they can add those up. And when they look on those, they feel loved. So it's really important. All right. So if you think about that, you know, uh, could you actually show somebody love by, you know, like doing the dishes or vacuuming or washing their car? Well, yes, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Because I think that this one is my personal favorite. You know, I just, uh, I'm always flabbergasted when somebody takes the time to do something that I normally would have to do. I just feel like, wow, that person just went above and beyond and understands how much is actually on my plate. So acts of service are really, really great. So, you know, it's kind of like, you know, when you go to do something, they say, no, 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 let me do that for you. Okay? That, that's the scenario that turns that person on. And then finally, we have this idea of physical touch. 
So physical touch is the language um, of, you know, literally reaching out and, um, you know, hugging somebody, giving somebody a kiss on the forehead, um, you know, reaching across the table, touching somebody's hand and, you know, reassuring them. So the love language of physical touch isn't all about just like in the bedroom. So let's get that perfectly straight. Um, This could be about pats on the back at work. It could be about holding hands. It could be about uh, simply looking at somebody's face and, you know, touching their shoulder. You know, like making a connection that says, I see you. You exist and you're important to me. So really great thing. You know, I do a lot of work, like I said, with different corporate groups, groups, people inside organizations. And one of the things I do is I make them come to the middle of the room after a coaching session, a collaborative coaching session, I have them hold hands. And I will tell you, they absolutely freak out when I first work with them. But, you know, after I work with them for a period of time, they come to the center, they connect their hands, and they are, like, ready to go because they understand there's something about feeling uh, this important time that we've just had together. So, you know, uh, this idea of kissing somebody goodbye or, you know, holding their hand as you travel along the road with them, giving them a pat on the back before you get out of there, a handshake, a hug, it is absolutely vital. So these 90 seconds that I have left, I'm going to tell you, um, you know, there are lots of resources on this five love languages. Those of you who are Pinterest people, first of all, reach out to me and be my Pinterest fan, my friend. Um, I've been posting stuff about the love languages, and there is a ton of stuff. So if you just go into Pinterest and type in the five love languages, all sorts of things will come up. Moms out there, there's a mom's guide to the five love languages out there, so I, I celebrate that. I encourage you to um, print that off and study that. And and the bottom line is behind all of this beautiful love language talk is that we want to put some habits in place overall with regard to love. So let, let me just, you know, challenge you right now. How are you listening to the people in your life? Uh, do you realize that the people around you at work, at home, everywhere are emotional creatures? A smile, eye contact, Uh, listening for people's feelings and identifying them, asking them powerful questions so that they get the opportunity to share what they're feeling, and observing their body language are really great tools and actually coaching techniques. So this week and into the rest of the month, be a great listener. This is Nicole Greer. That's been a lot in a short period of time, but you can find out more at www.thevibrantcoach.com. Mark your calendar for March 27th for the Shine Retreat. That's the next one where you can come and do the Shine Coaching Methodology with me. Y'all have a lovely day.